Simply Financial with Christopher Calandra, Certified Financial Planner, is an innovative, comprehensive, informative, and cutting-edge podcast that discusses financial topics ranging from personal finance, economics, politics, and personal growth. Simply Financial will cover intriguing and thought-provoking questions so that the listener can simply increase their financial IQ. Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. Thanks for joining me on this episode, which is number nine of season three. Uh, The title of today's discussion is, Should You Sell When the Market Drops? Hopefully you listened to last week's episode, which is uh, number eight of season number three. Uh, which was titled Markets Wild Ride. We talked a lot about the craziness in the market in the fourth quarter of 2018. Also touched on the fact that as of this recording, the market has rebounded very, very strongly through the first six weeks or so of 2019. As of this recording, we haven't gotten quite to the market highs that were reached in that September, October time frame, but we've gone a long, long way to undoing the damage that happened in the fourth quarter, particularly in December of 2018. But I wanted to touch on a few important points. When investing, you will experience nerve-wracking times like the fourth quarter. It is not a matter of if, but is a matter of when. The market misbehaves and has downturns regularly. If you are a student of the market and the historical activity of the market, you will recognize that sell-offs, market corrections like we had in the fourth quarter, by the way, a market correction is defined as a drop of 10% or greater, a bear market by definition is a drop of or decline of 20% or greater. Uh, Corrections and even bear markets are fairly routine when you look at the long-term performance of the stock market. But also, when you look at the long-term performance of the stock market, where you see returns that are superior to most other asset classes, especially bank-oriented accounts and bonds, those performance numbers include, they factor in, periods of bad performance and episodes like we had to deal with in the fourth quarter of 2018. Uh, And some people, when they're going through these nerve-wracking episodes, might consider investing in low-risk investments, selling out to reinvest later. But one of the important points I want to make to you today is that market timing, the idea of selling at an opportune time, And then buying back in at an opportune time is very challenging, even for the most sophisticated and experienced of professionals. It is extraordinarily challenging. One of the troubles with market timing is often you could miss out. We had a horrendous December. It was the worst December since 1932. I think that's right. might be 1931. But let's just say since the 1930s. Uh, It was an awful December. And if you sold in December with the idea that you were going to time the market and get back in at a better time, you very well could have and probably would have missed out on this quick snapback in January and so far in February 2019. 
that's part of the challenges with market timing. You have to be right twice. You have to sell at the correct time, but then you also have to get back in at a good time. It's really not easy, and often you are going to miss out. Additionally, when you sell something during a downturn or for any time, uh, any time you do that, for example, uh, you turn a paper loss into a real loss. And lots of the investors that we work with, they know this instinctually as I've talked to them about the bad performance in the fourth quarter and the outlook for 2019 and where we are with their long-term investment and financial plan is they get the idea that if you sell something during one of these downturns, you are turning what is a loss on paper into a real loss. You're actually capturing the loss when in fact by holding and waiting it out, uh, often those paper losses will turn into paper gains and later on, especially over the long term, you can turn paper gains into real gains and that's really what we are after. Remember that investing in the stock market in particular, time is your ally and the longer you allow the stock market to work on your behalf, uh, you're giving yourself the greatest opportunity, really stacking the odds in your favor that you're going to end up with number one, a positive return, number two, a return that exceeds what you could get in the bank or very low-risk investments. And then number three, the chances are you're going to get a return that is very healthy relative to other choices you have as to where you invest your money. Of course, this is not a guarantee. I'm looking at 100 years worth of data on the stock market performance And I have a high degree of confidence that the next couple of decades will probably be like the past. But that's not a guarantee. We're talking about tried and true best practices. Uh, But I don't have a crystal ball. It's not perfect. But we have a lot of data to help us and guide us to making good decisions. And so for most people, most of the time, the answer is you should not sell when the market drops. That's really, really an overstatement because I can't capture everybody's situation and everybody's circumstance and it's just a general statement. But when we here at Elliott Wealth Management Services, when I've talked to my clients about what happened last year, for the most part, the advice has been, and so far it's proven to be good advice, is to just hold your nose walk through this tough period, keep an eye on the prize, which is a long-term perspective, not a short-term perspective, and the idea that your patience will be rewarded. I'll remind you too, in season number three, episode number two, I did a really good, in my opinion, uh, episode and interview with uh, economist Dean Nicholson. And at the end of that podcast episode, I gave I think a very good quote by Warren Buffett, considered the greatest investor of all time and probably is. And he said that the stock market is a mechanism for transferring wealth from the impatient to the patient. And the reality is all the academic and historical research and numbers demonstrate 
that periods of downturns, bad periods, are followed by periods of recovery. That's why most of the time, and for most of our clients, we recommend that they hold on, not do anything rash, and that their patients would be rewarded. Now, with that said, if you lost a lot of sleep during the fourth quarter downturn, which by historical standards was notable, but fairly mild, I think we were down 15 to 16% from the highs. Boy, that is jarring. But if you look back to the great financial recession of some 10 years ago, the market actually went down by some 40 to 45% between the market high in October of 2007 and the market low of early March 2009. So 45% is uh, quite a bit worse than what we dealt with in the fourth quarter. And in that instance, during the great financial crisis, if you had held through that period, by and large, talking generalities now, uh, it would have taken about two and a half years for you to have recovered what was lost during that year and a half episode that we call the Great Recession. So if you lost a lot of sleep during the fourth quarter of 2018, it might be time and it might be worthwhile for you to get a second opinion and or to reevaluate your investment plan. Because when you think about risk and when you look at investments, it can be theoretical where you are optimistic, you go into it with the best intentions, but when reality strikes and you have a bad period, if you don't deal with it well and it upsets you a great deal, you know, maybe you're taking too much risk. Maybe your money is not invested in a way that aligns with your goals and objectives. So if you're a client of ours and you're listening and you feel that way, if we haven't spoken about this, please, please come to us. Let's work through it, discuss options, and figure out best steps that we ought to take. If you're not a client of ours and you fall into this category, please, I would suggest that you reach out to us. If you go to the website, www.elliotwealth.com. You could do a number of things, but what I want to mention is you could sign up for a complimentary consultation where I could speak with you about your goals and objectives, review your investments, evaluate your risk, and see if changes might be in order, especially related to the shock of what happened in the fourth quarter. We picked up uh, a new client, actually not a new client. We were entrusted with more of the client's uh, wealth here over the last couple of weeks. And in large part, they had money with another firm and they were not happy with the performance. Uh, but most notably, they were not happy with how much risk they were taking relative to what they felt that they instructed the person on because they were taking way more risk than they felt comfortable with. And they had talked to the advisor a few times through their relationship, but in the end felt that they weren't heard appropriately. And when the downturn came, they decided they were going to make a change, which is beneficial for us. We picked up more assets and improved our relationship with the client, but it was done probably a little too late. And I feel bad for him because it seems as though for quite a while he was trying to get them to reduce risk in the portfolio, only to have it fall on deaf ears. So keep that in mind. If the fourth quarter really bothered you quite a bit, 
take a look at your portfolio. We can help. Or if you're working with somebody else, you could certainly check in with them. But we'd love to steal you and pick up new clients whenever we can. So thanks for listening today. I'll be back with you on an episode uh, very soon of the Simply Financial Podcast. I mentioned the website. Please go there. Sign up for a complimentary, no-cost consultation. Subscribe to this podcast. I'd appreciate that quite a bit. Thanks again, and have a great day. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with Sage Point Financial. Simply Financial is part of the Exvadio Podcast Network. You can find Exvadio podcasts at exvadio.com slash podcast, the Apple Podcasts app, iTunes Store, iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts. So join us and stay informed and entertained.